0: This episode of Pompey Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. To stay in the know about everything happening at Fratton Park, including the latest news, analysis and transfer updates, take out an online Pompey subscription with the Portsmouth news today at Portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions.
1: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Pompey Talk the podcast where there's only three topics up for discussion today. That Northampton defeat, Kenny Jackett's future and when do the players start taking responsibility. Enjoy the listen. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Pompey Talk. My name is Mark McMahon and joining me today to discuss Pompey's results specifically. And Kenny Jaggett, let's not forget. Um, Pompey's result on Saturday against Northampton is chief sports writer Neil Allen and Will Rooney. Welcome, lads.
0: Uh, right, I've been really cheered up this morning.
1: Oh, God. At least somebody's cheerful. I've,
0: I've, I've been cheered up this morning. Thank you to the, the fans, uh, at least two of you out there, who believe Pompey should go for... Frank Lampard as caretaker boss for the until the end of the season. <laughs> Thank you for giving me some massive belly laughs. Thank you for lifting my spirits immensely. Um because it's not really going to happen, is it? Frank Lampard <laughs> going to as caretaker boss What about Benitez? Boss. Benitez? That's a great call. He's out to win.
2: He's yeah, out to win. He's
0: out yeah, yeah, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chieromri's <laughs> um, another one that, that people said Pompey should go for. So thank you for these these comedy capers, brilliant. Frank Lampard from Chelsea to Pompey within a few months. Eh? Uh, well. Quite how Pompey gonna match his three point nine million pound a year wages? Um, I don't know, but it's a job, isn't it? He just wants a job. So yeah. come on down, Frank. Get Pompey in the playoffs. Come on. Come on, Show some ambition, Pompey. Show some ambition. <laughs> right, okay. Can, can I, can I, while Whoa. I'm at it, can I also please, <laughs> right? There's an obsession with a Pompey
1: manager should have Pompey links. Right?
0: Pompey fans are obsessed with it. One of our so former colleagues,
1: on my... one of our former colleagues, just still go yep. down that route as well. Well,
0: not name him though. No. <laughs> yep. So just give me a nod. I'll knock on my next door neighbour's Pete's mm-hmm. door. Pete, Pete was in Pompey's youth team um, in the uh, in the sixties, uh, and uh, he's also the uncle of Calvin Davis. <laughs> so, so does Pete qualify to be Pompey manager? So, I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll go there and knock on his door and ask him because uh, you know anyone who's played for Pompey, it seems, is, is good enough to be a manager. So, just... uh, I'll, I'll 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 have a word in his
1: like. I'm just checking the managerial odds and I see Pete is 150 to 1. So, well, you'll be stacking the exactly. pound on that at least, will you? He gets, he gets I'll the get, club. He I'll gets, get gets the club, though. then.
2: i lay it off.
1: He gets the club. So, get him
0: in. Get, him, get him, in. him in. I don't care what he's done. I don't know anything about coaching badges. He might have, he might have brilliant coaching badges. Get him in. Pete, come on. <laughs> hey. Hey. Right. I think
2: but, what we need to talk about is is we haven't got rid of the analogy yet, so we were preempted We did yes,
1: we? <laughs> <yes. laughs> we have been down of course. We have been down of course. I wasn't expected to go on just so soon into this here podcast, but um, yes, you've been you've some very interesting points, Neil. But before we delve into them in deeper and in a more serious manner, let's... Yeah. <laughs> let's we, let's bring it we, down frank
0: let's, frank let's bring it down
1: yeah. let's unfortunately first of all go back to saturday's 4-1 humiliation at northampton and um, the reason why frank lampard all of a sudden is the hot favorite for the job the non-existent job as, as we as we speak at the minute at Frampton park but well you were there on saturday you are no doubt wishing you weren't there. I'll let you speak, seeing as Neil's taken over already. <laughs> but what, I was... what an absolute diabolical! I'm feeling like I'm going off on a Neil Allen Facebook Live rant. But what a gutless, passionless, <laughs> diabolical! I don't know what else he said, but first half performance from Pompey.
2: I was lost for words. Honestly, I just couldn't believe what I was watching, um, especially when you. You considered a pump, he actually didn't start the game too badly either. Um, that was be fine, by the Bias was looking all right. <laughs> and then bang. Stupid foul, goal, corner, goal, another corner, goal. Um three one goal, should score for four. McGilvery comes out, lucky he doesn't get lobbed. McGilvery comes out again and heads to this time gets lobbed, four nil. It was To a man, they were absolutely shocking, Pompey. Um, Nothing went right for them. Defensively, they're all over the show. And it's just another low point in a really, really bad run of form. I mean, you were going there after getting beat on Tuesday night at Doncaster, which was also a really poor performance. And it was a chance at least to get back to winning ways. And Pompey have just sunk even deeper now, haven't he? You know now the sixth that they're already looking over the shoulders. Now they must really be worries who who's coming behind them because, you know, we're gonna get onto a little bit deeper. But they're not even guaranteed a playoff position now, are they? Something that in the past two seasons you've always been confident that Kenny Jackett's side will yield, and even in the fair season when when Pompey probably overachieved, he didn't come far off from finishing in the top six. Now it's just looking like it could peter out and capitulate after being top. Top it over the Christmas periods. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. Some of the worst defending I've ever seen from professional footballers. I mean, I used to get up. To that. I remember we were in a bad. society' in a bad Saturday team at all, and I remember getting beat about seven nil once. And Jesus Christ! Very well, didn't watch stop your all, language. <laughs> my dad didn't stop all the way home. He didn't stop all that Saturday or Sunday, so never mind what that, what that team would have got if my dad was in charge, it's lucky it's not because he does follow them quite a bit now as well and he listens to this and he was just as seething as us and he's got no affiliation to the club whatsoever so to be a Pompey fan and watch that before your eyes, you've followed the club all your life, you, you just must have been gobsmacked and embarrassed to be honest with you now, what do you reckon the reaction in the
1: dressing room was at halftime? Was Jacket ranting and raving? Was Gallon doing it all? Was even any of the players having a go at each other? Like, what? 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 I know we don't know what's going on, but what do you suspect might have happened in that dressing room?
0: I, I, I've no idea. I tried to ask Kenny Jackie about whether he was angry after the game, but he, he sort of, he, he played it straight back. <laughs> If, if, only, if only the England cricketers played such a straight bat in, in <laughs> India, it might have like lasted more than one in, one session, I suppose. But, um, t- surely he was angry. He must have been fuming. Um, but he played it all down. after. What, a couple of things really ir- irritated me in the whole day, which people wouldn't, wouldn't have known unless they were there. <clears throat> First of all, when Northampton missed a, what, a great chance to make it five, um, some of their press started laughing. They were laughing how bad Pompey were. They were laughing in that first half. Um and I'm not gonna go to the press, quite rightly so, you know, because it was easy. Embarrassingly easy. And something else I like I mentioned on the video at half time about um what really angered me watching Pompey was the safe football, you know, backwards and forwards on the halfway line. Oh, you have it. No, 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 after you. You have it. Oh, I don't want to run forward with the ball. I don't want to pick out a pass. Uh, no, you have it. Oh, no, let's get it to the centre half. You have it. Uh, and that really infuriated me. And I didn't realise until after that rant at half-time that Pompey's possession, that first half, was 67% possession. And they were 4-0 down at half-time. Now, I've not been. I'm, I'm not one for digging up possession stats and all sorts. I know some people are obsessed with it, but come on. 67% possession and you're losing 4-0. That's what possession means in a proper football match. And that also reflects how gutless and and cowardly Pompey were on the ball. After you. No, you have it. Oh, I don't want to. Lo- I might lose it. No, no, you do it. The defenders must have had more touches on that ball than anyone else. And that's because nobody had the drive, uh, the bravery on the ball to try and find the way back. In fairness, it changed after half-time, but it was game over, and they were trying to push forward with the ball. They were trying to create and run with it. It was completely different. But that first half, uh, they went to their shells, and they were cowards. Sorry, but they were.
1: Is that where the problem stemmed from Them? Well, The fact that... Pompey, the players just didn't want to take responsibility, they didn't want to be on the ball, they were taking easy options. Is that the defence is getting all the abuse and, and Craig McGillifrey, I know we all like Craig, but like is that is that the real reason why Pompey let in four goals that first half? Further up the field there was just nobody taking responsibility, nobody wanting to drive
2: Pompey on. Uh, well they started well as I say, Byers put in a decent cross, he looked alright Byers in the first 10 minutes and Harness went on a, a nice run where he flipped the ball over his, the defender's head and beat a couple of men and put a, a cross in. I think after the first goal winning they just capitulated, they have just crumbled after that, after that they just thought "Well, 1-0 down here, here we go again. When is it the last time Pompey turned a game around and won from when they would when he would be Hold on, I'll tell you, Easter Monday. Ago, Monday two thousand and
1: nineteen against Coventry.
2: Coventry, exactly. So wow. is that psychological? They okay. must just think, here we go again, we're getting beat, let's just surrender now. Instead of thinking we're one nil down, let's carry on being brave on the ball, let's get back to it, let's take the games to Northampton. These are a relegation threat and size, we're better than these, it doesn't matter they've scores one goal. So we're going to score two before this half's over. You know, with Neil's son about players, not being brave, one of Pompey's bravest players, Andy Cannon, who I'm a big fan of, there's one moment where he fizzed a pass into Jack Watmore's midriff. Like, not even on the ground, like, fizzed it into him. Watmore awkwardly had to, to bring it down and, and got caught in possession. You know, Watmore, a makeshift right back. Instead of Cannon taking responsibility and, and looking to do things, he's giving it to someone who's, who's playing out of position. That was really poor. And as I say, I, I come back to your point, should all the blame be on the defence? Well, not really. Naylor was giving away the ball cheaply. Um, Roland Curtis didn't do a lot. Harness as well was giving the ball away a lot on the right, far too easily. Um, Well, they were all the uh, in defence then, weren't they? and... Not his day whatsoever. Lee Brown, who's normally quite reliable defensively, got done too easily too many times. You know, the one player, Jack Watmore, who was playing out of position, he wasn't even at fault for any of the goals when he was out of position, which says a lot how bad the, the rest of them were. But I, I just, I, I don't know how you can start dissecting it, to be honest with you. I don't know where the root cause is. I, the only thing I can I can say is once that free kick went in, it was just like Pompey gave up, and they knew that they couldn't get back into into the game.
1: Well, a lot of flack goes jackets direction. Um, is it fair? or do the players need this as soon as they step over that line? No cliche. They're in control of their own destinies. Then we're going to touch on jacket and all that there, but is he solely to blame for that performance on Saturday? No, no if
0: players haven't got Brover in the ball whose fault's that is it the managers is it the owners the players we'll get to Jacket who will be criticised and the owners will be criticised as well we'll get back to that don't don't worry but, but um, we've been saying it for weeks these players need to show what they're made of they need to show they're good enough and they're not they've had chances and they, and they, they keep failing don't they Um they only they can turn this around, because again we, we've talked about this before. That lineup is not a bad lineup. Probably we we agree with most of the players and, and the system used. You know, give buyers a chance. Um, uh, he had no choice at right back, so Watmore had to go in there because everyone else was injured and, and Bolton wasn't ready yet. He's kept Naylor and Cannon in the middle there. Um, Curtis still played. It, it, it was fair enough for me, the line-up. It was no stupid system like we saw at Doncaster. Um, there couldn't have been too many before the game ranting and raving about it. Um, yet they produced that abject performance like that. And I'm not even talking about the second half because that was just a non-pointless exercise the second half because it was game over. Yeah. But that... It's just horrendous. And um, uh, the, the, the issue is players... Do not get any reaction from supporters at the moment, you know. And obviously, they don't want to go on social media quite rightly because they're going to get abused. Um, th- they don't get the anger, you know, which makes it baffling why they're not brave on the ball because there's no one to boo them for a start. But they don't get that. There's no feedback. Um, you think about it. We bang on again about about the, the Michael Doyle, um meeting after Crew that was done because it was toxic at Fratton Park. The players heard that, the players found that uncomfortable. It was horrible. So they, they all met together and decided to do something. The players aren't getting that. They're not, they're, not, they're not being kick-started by the fans and their anger, are they? They're just going, okay, let, let the manager motivate us or personal pride or whatever. That's all they're doing, isn't it? They're, they're, they're not being driven by the anger of the supporters because they can hear it and it makes them uncomfortable or they you know turn up for a game and people are saying horrible things to them, they're oblivious. And it's not the players' fault, it's just the situation we're in at the moment. But they're missing that, that that, that vocal um, uh, vocal input from supporters, that it's not good enough and you need to do better. Um, and I think, uh, and it's all football clubs as well, isn't it? It's, they're all the same. You could, you could talk about Liverpool as well, can't you? Um so that's what's missing from Pompey and football in general. The performances are not good enough, but who's telling the fans? Sorry, who's telling the players? Just Kenny Jacket is the only one, that old voice again.
1: Well, does the fans not being there, then help Kenny Jacket? And again, I don't particularly want to talk about the manager's second, especially whenever they've had a, a bit of a medical procedure too, Like, but you can't get away from it. This is football at the end of the day.
2: Is it, could that be a contributing factor Why? He's still on a job at this moment in time. Um, I think to be honest with you, when Kenny Jackett's been under pressure when there have been fans there, I mean, let's be honest, he was in the dugout for for Wimbledon, wasn't he? Which was probably one of the worst situations he probably <clears throat> found himself in, given how close the, the fans are in that terrace behind the the dugout. So, I don't think it was a change too much for, for Kenny Jackett for. But as we'll come on to later. And we don't want to talk about managerial seconds. we never want to see someone get sacked. But if the supporters were there, perhaps would the owners and the, the board of directors have made a decision a little bit sooner? Possibly. Possibly after last year's playoffs or possibly after the Wigan game earlier this season, they might have. But Kenny Jackett never changes his approach. I don't really think he's bothered. Don't get me wrong. I don't. Uh, he's very tunnel vision, headstrong, as you mentioned. Um, I don't think that he doesn't listen to to people, to fans or players, or, or sorry, or supporters, or maybe directors, even the press. I don't think he he's ignorant enough to do that. But I think he believes in in his own ability. I think he believes in what he's doing. And I think that's why, even if there were fans that, and he heard, we want Jack he because he's heard it before. He's heard it at Wimbledon. He's heard it at Wickham last season. I think if he heard, if he heard that, he just accepts his part and parcel of being a football manager. He's been around that long. He accepts that that's what comes with the job. He says that managing Portsmouth is a privilege. Um, I know some people try and, um, try and get at him for that, but it, it does it comes at him because he likes being in a high-pressure job. And I think he accepts what comes with it, but now something needs to change big time on the fields, off the fields whether it's Jacket who comes up with the formula whether it's the players who actually realize this isn't good enough they've been banging on that they have got one of the best teams in the league on paper well show us now then show us how good you are you know show us why you should earn a new deal shows why if pompey get up to the championship why you should be part of that journey you know, saying it and thinking it and, you know, knowing, saying ambitions, oh, I want to go and play in the Championship. I'd love to fill that dream. We'll go and do it now then. Because a lot of these players need to start proving it. Um, and they need to prove it at a club where they're not going to get a, a better chance. Because if they could take Portsmouth off, they're going to be remembered at the club forever. And they're going to be at a club that could be a, a real force in the Championship with a, when fans are back. A bigger, bigger than a lot of people that are already there and you need to start realising it now
0: Then I'll, I'll go back to jacket well, in well, a second well, but can, can I bring can I bring up team spirit please
1: well I was actually just going about to ask you that there <laughs> listen we'll come back to jacket, but like Neil, do you, just on the back of what Will said there like, is, do you get the sense that there is a great team spirit on this side do you get the sense that these players actually really <laughs> really want to get Pompey promoted this season
0: we keep being told by various people. Campring said it, and, and Joe Gallen said it. Jack Wall said it recently. What a wonderful team spirit this is! You know, it's never been as good as team spirit. Uh, everyone's everyone's lovey dovey, aren't they? Great pals, you know. Great, you know. Oh, 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 every match they have a big huddle, don't they? Before a match, big huddle. All the gang, all the all the, all the lads. Big huddle on the pitch before a game. Must be great team spirit. I remember the, uh, the season when Pompey went 23 games without a win. In every one of those games, they had a huddle. It was Johnny Ertel's idea to try to bring a bit of this. Every game. Huddles doesn't, don't mean team spirit or don't mean you're better than anyone else. It's a huddle. Uh, where is this team spirit? We're not seeing it on pitch. Perhaps it's in the dressing room. We, we don't know that. We're not seeing it on the pitch, are we? Just because you, you cuddle each other before the game doesn't mean you've got a wonderful team spirit. Where is it when the chips are down? You know, when it really matters. Where's the team spirit? I can't see it. I cannot see it on the pitch. It's not evident when Pompey are losing, and they're losing a the lot at the moment. Where is it, this supposedly wonderful team spirit?
1: Well, sure. you've, well, you've got an opinion on that, haven't you? I have,
2: yeah. I mean, it might be, as you say, Neil. It might be all close nipple. in a year where we're in a pandemic, I don't understand how it can be Jack Watmore's obviously been the club. I'm not. I'm not saying Jack Watmore's not telling the truth. He, he he's probably he's not lying. He's not the sort of lad to lie. But you're in. We're in a pandemic, so everything's different. You go into training on your own. You can't even take someone who lives by you. You know. I know. Say James Bolton used to get through the Guild for the East and things like that. Can't travel in together. Can't get chains together, dressing rooms. So far as I'm aware, the the all come in the training kits. Well, that's what happened at the start. Go to training, do your training. I'm sure when you're in the gym, you're only allowed so many people in the gym at a time because of restrictions. Then when they have the food, I don't even think they eat in a canteen anymore together. They get collections. Take that home with them after training. Can't even socialise with each other, so you can't go and do things. Sometimes we'd see them when we kneel um, a couple of times outside Lakeside, having a coffee in Starbucks, a few of them. Mm. Sometimes they go over the village. Can't do that. Can't meet up in the evenings, and then away games. You, you can't sit around the communal areas. You can't even share rooms anymore. So, I don't really understand how this close knit, strong bonds can be formed in a in a pandemic. I just, I don't understand how that that, that, has happens. Like, if someone can tell me how it could, and please do. But I don't understand how you can form this wonderful team spirit in a season like this and maybe that's having an impact maybe lads mm. don't they aren't feeling as close to each other even though they're saying that they are I don't know it's just it's just an odd one for me for, for players and, and coaching staff to have said that
1: well well, I know team spirit's important Like, and if you're saying that, that this team spirit is lacking how come other teams then are able to get over these issues that we have in COVID times, like how can Peterborough go on on a fantastic run, all of a sudden find themselves top of the table, and Lincoln, etc. Like so, why should Pompey be any different? Perhaps like a perhaps a better than Pompey. Yeah, better team.
0: At this moment in time, Peterborough are a far better team than Pompey. You know. Yeah. Try try to tell us otherwise, because Peterborough are high in the league. They're, they're, they're rolling out the wind I think are they 10 points ahead of Pompey at the moment yeah yeah better team than Pompey aren't they so Pompey aren't as good as they think they are
1: yeah that's what it, yeah you know right well, I,
0: I, I've, said, I've said it many times I don't care what these players have, have achieved elsewhere let's look at them and what they've done at Pompey and it's not been good enough
2: Simple as that, right. Surely now as well, the players they've got to be playing for their own pride. Now, if some if Pompey aren't going to be going up, you know you've got lads like Roman Curtis saying, "I want to play in the Championship. I want to make the Premier League one day." Start proving it. Harness meant to be one of the talent. Uh, Joe Gallen call him the most talented player in in League One. Start proving it. Been out of form for how long? Charlie Daniels come from a Premier League. You know, playing in the Premier League. Hasn't had the impact he should have. George Byers, who, alright, he hasn't had a lot of opportunities, but he's come with a with a lot of championship games under his belt. Start stamping your authority on the team. Yeah. John Marquis, people still go on about his goal-scoring record at Doncaster. Alright, you've scored goals this season, but individual performances have not been good enough when he's led the line. There's just so many that you can make cases for, isn't there, that, that haven't lived up to, to the reputations or lived up to, to their ambitions that they've set.
1: Well getting back to the jacket, um obviously Jordan had written a piece, a very telling piece yesterday in the news saying that he understands there's no plan in place to replace Jacket. Jacket's gonna be here to the end of the season. I think we've discussed this amongst ourselves. What what there must be a belief then that Pompey can still get in the playoffs with with Kenny Jacket in charge, but is there not an argument, a realistic argument, that suggests that you might have a better chance of refreshing things up a wee bit, and even if it is just a temporary appointment, that you could actually gain that momentum that is so desperately lacking at the minute?
0: I think it's fair to say that Kenny Jacket could get pumping in the playoffs. He's done it twice before, he missed out in his first year when they're stabilising, and they've been in the playoff positions or the top six for a long time this season. They're currently still in the playoff positions. Um, So you could argue they're on track at the moment for the playoffs. If Pompey dropped out of the playoffs, that's a different argument, isn't it? But at this moment in time, Kenny Jackett is on track to get Pompey in the playoffs right here and now. Um, He's a safe pair of hands. There's no gamble, is there? It's Kenny Jackett. Now, it depends how desperate you are to get out of this division, what you do next. Do you gamble? Do you risk it on somebody else? Is there somebody else worth risking it on? Or do you sit back and go, okay, right, Kenny's an experienced manager. He's got pumped into the playoff semi-farmers in the past. Uh, we trust him to do that again. Um, he can do that again, and he can. Do we just leave it as it is? Laissez-faire. Uh, in French I know actually laissez-faire do you just leave it as it is, ticking over um, with the belief that Kenny can do it, and he can, he can get them in the playoffs it's all, you, you can say oh well, the, 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 they're dropping out there, and they are, they are dropping out there but he's got the ability and the experience to get Pompey in the playoffs it's just a quest, question of in that position, sixth in the league do you gamble? Do you gamble on a caretaker boss? Somebody from the academy, you know, Liam Davies, who's been a non-lead manager, um, Sean O'Driscoll, who hasn't managed for um, for five years, do you gamble on them taking over the reins to get Pompey forward? Or do you keep it Kenny Jackett? That's the question they need to, to balance up, isn't it, really? Um, and uh, Kenny can get them in the playoffs. He can. Despite what people think about him, despite his mistakes, despite the problems with his team, despite him most likely not being here beyond the summer. But he can get Pompey into the playoffs.
1: How do you think he can do that? Well, Burnham, where we are.
2: I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think that you need a big win of runs because I think everyone else is stuttering around you. Ipswich are, even know they've got Cook and Ackenton are, Oxford's, uh, Charlton as well, they're stuttering. So I think Pompey just needs, you know, even if the Stutter the way they they'll get to the playoffs. But that's no way to go into a playoff campaign either, is it, when you've got no form behind you. Yeah. And the trouble is as well, just because they're going to get into the playoffs, we've seen it for the past two years, it doesn't mean that they're going to win the playoffs. It doesn't mean that they're going to even get to the playoff final. So I think that's something that you've got to consider. I do. I, I can't totally understand why they're sticking with Kenny Jacket, as Neil says he's um, a safe pair of hands and I would be surprised if Pompey dropped dropped out of them Ooh. going into the playoffs you need momentum you need confidence Pompey needs to get the confidence back now and how are they going to get that back? I think they've just got to go gun cold now I think they've got to say let's just go for it now lads let's just rip it up and go for it because if it comes off great if it doesn't come off then we were gonna be in the playoffs, and there's a good chance we wouldn't have got through anyway. Well, what do you so mean by just... that
1: there? Let's go for it. Are you saying we should abandon the tactics Kenny has set out? Do we does he change this team? Does he what do you mean just, let's just go yeah, for it?
2: Just, just just gamble on his team. Just you know, give Hawula a go. Give Byers a, a sustained run in the team. Michael Jakes was coming back, he needs to come back into the team. Just gamble now and go for it. Because there's no point in being pragmatic, getting into playoffs and approaching it the same way as it has done for the past two years. It doesn't work. It didn't work against Sunderland. It didn't work against Oxford, even though I went to a penalty shootout. It doesn't work like that. Playoffs, you need bravery. And that's what Pompey need now, bravery for me.
1: Now, do you think Pompey, the team itself, like at the start of the season, again, we're talking about mechanical team selections, mechanical tactics... Then at the tail end of last year, all of a sudden, 4-4-2s and just Pompey looked alive, they looked really, really on it this year. And then mm. sort of way, reverted back to kind of Jacket type without wanting to criticise it that way. But, but why has that there? Why has that happened? Why are we not seeing the dynamism of of, of Cannon, Naylor scoring goals from outside the box, Pompey's free scoring and all that there? why why are we not seeing that anymore? Why are they reverting back to this type that we all associate with Kenny Jackets football?
0: You think from the start of October to the end of December, probably I'd say, well, just after the Bristol City FA Cup game when they played very, very well. Pompey's played some excellent football, didn't they? They were free scoring, highest scorers in the league, best defensive record in the league. They were superb. Um, and then then there was that defeat to Hull at home, the 4-0. That was six weeks ago. Six weeks ago, Pombe had the best defensive record in the league. Now they're eighth best. That's all 40, 44 days ago, six weeks ago. It's incredible how it's just disintegrated. It really, really is. But also, players have completely lost form. You can go through the squad. What more... Braggart, Williams, Naylor, Cannon, Marquess, Harrison, Curtis, anyone else? Harness. uh, Harness, sorry, Harness. McGill has been fine, Johnson's been a a great signing for me, Uh, Brown's been alright, but obviously he's taken out for a bit, wasn't he, because they brought in in Daniels. The rest of them are not playing anywhere near, as well as they were, during that period. So again, do you blame the manager? Or do you actually blame the players? Because surely Jack is not asking to do different things. It worked last time. Why would he change? Mm. And What is wrong with people? Um, you can talk about fatigue, but he has rotated it more than previous year when fatigue definitely did ruin Pompey. So he has moved it around a bit. And people say, oh, rest Naylor. He's your captain. He's your linchpin. You can't rest Naylor. There's no one else who can perform like him. So... What, what's happened to these players? Why have they all lost form at exactly the same time? In fact, in the transfer window with Huwula, with Harrison and Marquis, nobody was saying we need another striker. Nobody. Yet yeah, the window closes and, and Harrison and, and Marquis just go to pot completely. And then suddenly you're struggling up front, aren't you? So, w- what is it about these players? Is it mental? Are they mentally strong enough, these players? Again, we're waiting to show that they are capable enough to get promoted from this league. Because some have been here three years in the Kenny Jacket and not, they've never gone beyond the playoff semi finals. Are they good enough?
1: Well, I know this is asking you to predict flipping the next 10 years, technically, but <laughs> as difficult as that may be. But what can you expect from Pompey tomorrow night against Sunderland? Are you expecting a reaction? Are you expecting changes
2: to the side? Or are you just expecting the same old, same old? You've got to change it now. You've got to there's no way you can't how can't you wield the axe on that starting eleven at, North, at Northampton? You've got to. Um, Bolton's gonna come in, Nicolayson's gonna drop out, you think, Want more will go over. Uh, Erwula deserves a start after his decent display at Northampton. He was lively enough. Give him a go. Um Jacobs, I don't think he would be fit enough. If he was fit enough to start, I'd be getting him straight back into the team. Straight back in. Ryan Williams left on the bench at Northampton. Harness hasn't done enough down the race to get him back into the team. Even you know, Harvey White done alright when he come on. Does he does he start instead of George Byers? I don't know. Marquis probably might start again. Um he he didn't do too bad actually at, at um, Northampton. He couldn't he, he didn't do a lot, to be honest with you, a lot wrong when a lot that he could be um, culpable for, but actually the goal when he lost his marker, but he's not a defender, even though that's not an excuse. But yeah, they've just got to rip it up now, and they've just got to somehow, if they beat Sunderland's, that can really galvanise this squad. But Jesus, if apologise again, Mark, your Catholic roots. But um, if they if if they get beat fairly emphatically by Sunderland's, how low is the confidence going to sink in the dressing room? If they get beat by Sunderland, there's going to be a lot of players even questioning whether they can finish in the playoffs because I can't see Ipswich slipping up again. If they're playing Tuesday night, they'll be leapfrogged by them and have a game in hand. It's, it's now or never, Pompey, for a lot of these players, as Neil touched on. Roland Keirth has come over, third year. Brown, third year. Gilvery, third year. Nail, third year at the club. Cannon, into... Or well, two and a half joins in the January. A lot of these players have been here a long time now. Let's let's get let's you arrived at this club to get Pompey promoters into the championship. Do we? Otherwise, it's gonna to need to be a massive, massive rip up in the summer because it's gonna need freshening up.
1: Okay then lads. Well, you know what? We've said enough on it. Pompey fans are the pressed enough as it is at the moment about us adding to their woe, so we'll call it there. Thank you, as always, for your contributions. Much appreciated. And thank you, Mark, everybody. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just going to next, next door and see if Pete's available for the poppy yes. job.
1: Apparently, his so always I went work. down Excuse 50 me. to fifty to 1 now. He's, he's ranked. Yeah. So, yeah. Get your money on Pete. Yeah. But thank you all Cheers, for listening. And I'll see you, I'll see you all you again Pete. soon. Pete! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website for everything you need to know about Pompey.